Welcome to Man Overboard. Fitty ain't nothing but a number, yo. With your host, Language Barrow. Sponsored by the Wolfspack. America's by invitation only men's friendship, support, and networking group. Where the one become many and the many become one. Here they put the man back in human. Hello, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to the latest episode of Man Overboard. Fitty ain't nothing but a number. Yo. <laughs> and so the way this thing works is we have a format to the show. Up first, we talk about graduate school and our progress. Then we talk about the dating scene, which for me is pretty scant, so that'll be pretty short. Next, we talk about any business ideals or projects that we're working on. We close it out with some words of wisdom and a little bit of funk music. And that's it. So buckle up and let's get this party started. Hello everyone, welcome to the latest episode of Man Overboard Fitty Ain't Nothing But a Number Yo with your host Language Barrel. As typical with the format of the show, we generally start off with updates or report on graduate school, but since we're in the middle of a Christmas hiatus, approximately one month off, I'm not due to restart until January 17th, so obviously there will be no new information to report. I don't think I mentioned in the previous podcast the impetus for going back to graduate school. Uh, I guess one for leaving my job and going back to graduate school. And to be honest, it wasn't initially my plan to return to graduate school to get to uh, obtain an MBA. Actually, I was really looking to go back to graduate school to get a doctorate in men's health and socialization. But I looked around and I couldn't find any programs that had an embedded master's program in the doctorate program, or at least in the subjects that I really wanted to study. And most of the programs that I really wanted to study for a doctorate program required a, a master's prior to being accepted into the program. So I figured, well, I might as well just go back and get my master's in business because I want to start a business and that would come in handy. And then if I decide at a later date to pursue a doctorate in men's health and socialization, I would have my master, which would be... Um, kind of a prerequisite for a lot of the doctorate programs, or at least the ones that I could find uh, while doing some research online. So as I mentioned again, there's nothing new to report. That's pretty much it for uh, the graduate school update. Next, we're going to talk about um, travel. As I mentioned in previous podcasts, I'm due to travel to Columbia for in February for the... Um, Barranquilla Carnaval. Which is similar to the carnival that takes place in Brazil. It's the second actual section, second largest carnival in the world, next to the one that happens in Brazil. There is some concern, at least on my part. I haven't heard anything from the websites, but I'm thinking that is a possibility that that carnival may be canceled due to the rise in the uh, variants of COVID. I haven't seen anything on the website, but that is a strong possibility. And if that's the case, I'll have to decide whether or not um, 
or have to decide if I'm going to actually do the trip to Barranquilla or just strictly stay in, if I make the trip to Colombia, if I'd strictly stay in the Medellin or if I just may do more of a, a general tour of Barranquilla and stop over in Cartagena because it's actually pretty close. But I know the last time I did a two city tour when I was in Colombia, it ended up being making the whole vacation pretty choppy. So I'll have to see if I want to do that or if I just want to spend the whole two weeks in Medellin. But again, that's going to depend on what shakes out with the carnival, whether it'll be canceled uh, or not. I'll keep you updated as I get informa more information on that. Okay, dating. Uh, nothing new on that horizon. <laughs> uh, there's nothing really going on. I During the Christmas holiday season, there's really not a lot of activity, social activity. It's mostly a family time. So there hasn't been a lot of socialization that I've been able to find around Latin dancing or music. It all stopped pretty much mid-December, early December, and it'll pick up again probably early to mid-January. <laughs> should say that I actually did go back to the international dating site. Currently, I'm enrolled in International Cupid and corresponding with women from Africa, Latin America, Philippines, and Thailand. And I got to admit, I'm not taking any of that seriously. I think it's just for entertainment purposes um, that I'm just corresponding to see just to keep, keep myself busy so I don't become isolated. Yeah, I have no intentions of visiting any of these places solely for the purpose of meeting uh, a partner. One is they're extremely far away, especially when you start talking about Africa and Asia. Uh, Latin America, I'm already going there because I go there for vacation. But the other two places, is, I have noted, there's no intention to physically travel to a place to solely for the purpose of meeting a partner. So that's it for dating. Uh, there's no new information on retirement. Uh, as I mentioned in my previous podcast, I had already highlighted the states, the, the countries that I anticipate that I would consider for retirement. But that won't change from week to week, so I'm not going to go and reiterate that. During the, the one-month hiatus, uh, one of the things I needed to do was repair my chimney for my fireplace. So I actually rented some scaffolding. I didn't even know you could do that. You could rent personal scaffolding for your house. So I actually put the scaffolding up, went up there, and uh, added an extension onto my uh, my wood-burning fireplace chimney. The scaffolding reached approximately 20 feet. And uh, it was one of those things where, for me, once you do it one, I do it once. I have no intention of doing that again. I just <laughs> I felt lucky to get back down safely. So I have no intention of renting, ever renting scaffolding again and, and uh, putting up scaffolding at my house and going up on a scaffold. Uh, it was it was actually pretty safe, but it I just no, have no intention of ever doing that again. I think you, for me personally, I would just leave that to the professionals. Now let's talk a little bit about health, healthcare. It falls into healthcare. So we're going to talk a little bit about a bidet. Um, ended up ended up purchasing a bidet. My ex-wife has what we, I saw one at my original house with my ex-wife, and she loved it so much that I thought, let me look into getting a bidet. 
And I got to say that the jury is still out on that. I, <laughs> I, I, still not sure uh, the, the usefulness or effectiveness of it. Other than that, you get a. I don't know if your bottom gets any cleaner, but it certainly gets a lot wetter. Uh, when you do a bidet. Uh, that's all I have for bidet. Uh, <laughs> that's all I have for that. Uh, like I said, the jury's still out on the bidet. Whether um, that's something that I'm actually going to keep in my house or not, I purchase it, but I, I, I'm still trying to find the effective. The, the useful effectiveness of it. I just encountered that personally when we were doing a, a honeymoon trip to uh, Kyoto and we stayed uh, at a ryokan or a traditional Japanese style hotel with tatami mats and um, shoji screens and, and kind of the whole thing. That if you're looking at some of the old feudal Japanese movies, that uh, gives you a very good picture of uh, a ryokan. One of the things we also encountered when we stayed on this trip is we stayed, we encountered heated uh, bathroom seats. Now in Kyoto, the bathrooms were have a tendency to be not necessarily outside, but they weren't heated, so they were pretty cold. So the way they circumvented that is they actually had a heated toilet seat. So even though the bathroom itself might have been cold, the seat was warm, which was really nice. Now that I actually incorporated into my new house when we got back from our trip to Japan. So I put one in my original house that I shared with my ex-wife and I put one in the current house that I own by myself. And because my bathroom in, on the first floor, even though it is heated, it's, ex, it's a, uh, connected to one of the exterior walls, it has a tendency to be chilly. It has tile on the floor, tile on the wall, and a ceramic tub. And it's a small space, but it has a lot of hard, cold surfaces that... that um, not conduct cold but that radiate uh, cold temperature so having that warm heated toilet seat really changed the whole experience of using using that particular bathroom so if you have not looked into heated toilet seats I would strongly advise you take a look at it, it there are beautiful things especially in the morning when you get up in your house is a little cold uh, it makes for a very welcoming experience to the day ah. still on this health kick uh, I've got in recently started doing some research on squatting and not squatting with weights, but just uh, normal human body weight squatting, which if you don't have a idea what I'm talking about, that's generally what you see a lot of Asians and Africans uh, doing when you're really kind of resting on your haunches. So you're squatting near the ground and resting on your haunches with your hand extended over your knees. Now you don't see a lot of this in Western society because one, we use a lot of chairs and couches and two, even when we're uh, on the toilet, it's more of a heated, it's more of a seated position versus a squatting position, which I'm told and based on research is actually more healthy for the body and more healthy to pass waste out. So I'm trying, I'm trying to um, ex train, retrain my body to do squatting. But as you can imagine, it, it initially put some stress on the heat on the knees and also on the um kind of the hip flexors until you can retrain your body to uh, be more comfortable in the squatting position, which is actually a very natural position. Yeah, I know this seems a bit disjointed, but I just wanted to catch up on some things that I've been working on or thinking about for this episode. So that, that, <laughs> that pretty much concludes uh, this week's episode. We'll catch you on the next podcast.
Until then, be safe. Man overboard, fitty ain't nothing but a number, yo. It's typical with the closing of a podcast. I like to leave you with a little words of wisdom. And it goes a little something like deal. This is a haiku of mine in the 575 format entitled, It's Me, I'm the One. I saw a bird pass by, clouds a million miles away. Today, I hold the sky. I'm the one, yeah. I'm the one. Early morning in the dawn, know you wanna ride now. I'm the one, yeah. I'm the one, yeah. Hear you sick of all those other imitators? Don't let the only real one intimidate ya. Yeah. See you watching, don't run out of time now. I'm the one, yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. I'm the one. Don't you know, girl? Don't you know, girl?